we're sitting in the lobby and I'm looking through the glass, watching these people run on the treadmill. And I'm thinking to myself, like, I am not a runner. Like, this is not happening. If they think I'm running, like, just not happening. This one's radio episode 866 starts in three, two, Welcome back to Diz Runs Radio, where I talk with runners from all corners of the running world about running, life, and everything in between. I'm your host, Denny Cray, and it's just about time to head out the door for an easy run and a great conversation. So if you're ready, then I'm ready. Let's get started. Hey guys, uh, real quick before we dive into today's episode of the show, just want to, uh, I guess, announce myself as a sponsor, right? That's that's how this works when I when I talk about coaching, right? Uh, that's certainly the the thing that does the most to keep the lights on, keep the the food over, you know, food, not the food overhead, keep the roof over the head, keep the food on the table. Um, and and I know this this time with COVID situation and no races, like it might not make the most sense to uh, start working with a coach right now, but maybe maybe it does. Maybe it, this is the time that you need some help and some guidance the most. And so if that's if that sounds like it might be the case, let's talk. We got options available. We got a few slots open at both the coterie level. We got a few slots at both the coterie and the uh, the one to one level. So you kind of depend on how much interaction you might need, how much uh, of a kick in the pants you need me to give you on a how consistent of a basis. You know, one of those two options might be right for you. You also always have the opportunity to schedule consultation calls. And I know sometimes I use, you know, put, talk about consultation calls as a separate thing, but really it's just coaching, right? It's, it's the same type of thing. We get on the phone, we talk through what you're, what you're dealing with, what you're struggling with right now. Maybe it's injury, motivation, um, you know, figuring out the right goals because races that uh, you were shooting for, those have gone out the window. Um, you know, so, so if there's something, the moral of the story is if there's something I can do to help you, um, that's kind of why I do what I do and and what I really love to do. So, you know, if there's something that I can offer you from a coaching perspective that, that you think might, uh, you know, be needed for you right now or something that, that you're ready for, let me know and let's get it set up. You can check out disruns.com slash coaching for uh, kind of all the details, all the information. There's sign-up links there. There's pricing information. There's what's available at each level, each option. Uh, all those things are at play. So check it out if you're so inclined now or in the future, but it's it's out there. Disruns.com slash coaching. And now without any further ado, let's go ahead and dive in to today's episode of the show. Hey guys, uh, today's guest is a lady that uh, has seen her life dramatically change for the better uh, in the past decade or so. Uh, if, you, if you rewind the clock back to uh, 2012, today's guest had kind of a, an, an aha moment uh, when walking through the grocery store and, and kind of realized that she couldn't make it all the way across the store without feeling winded and tired and, and out of breath, uh, which is obviously not uh, not the greatest feeling, I would imagine. Uh, but in the years since, she's made some, some really substantial changes to her lifestyle and uh, has, in the process, found a way to have, have lost uh, some 115 pounds and, and kept it off, which is obviously a, a big part of that uh, puzzle as well. And, and running fits into that as, as well, which I'm looking forward to getting into into that as well as we go today. So uh, looking forward to hear a little bit more about how kind of how she's really changed her life uh, for, for the better uh, in today's chat with Miss Katie Bowden. So Katie, thanks for joining us and welcome to the show. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Yeah, looking, um, looking forward to it. Very excited to share. Good, 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 good. Um, um, so like, so like you were saying, um, in the intro, 
Katie, um, Katie, hold on, hold on. You're you're jumping yeah. ahead of things here. I gotta I gotta plug your your social media oh, and stuff. So if people have questions, they can. Oh, sorry. Can find you. No worries, no worries. It's it's all sorry, good. Sorry. Um, uh, guys, uh, it, it, we will get into the story here real quickly. I promise you that. But uh, as as you know, you know if you, if you've got questions, you got things you want to get uh, in touch with Katie about, kind of hear more, maybe some of the details that we don't get into today, or or follow up or congratulate her on on you know some of the changes that she's made. Uh, Instagram, the handle there is at Kate May Bug Fit. So let me spell that all out for you, but it's really, it does look just the same way as it sounds. K-A-T-M-A-E-B-U-G-F-I-T, uh, Cat May Bug Fit uh, on Instagram and uh, on the Facebook. It's, it's pretty simple, just her name, Katie Katie Boughton. Uh, that's B-O-U-T-O-N uh, is, is the last name. And uh, as per usual, we'll have everything linked up in the show notes, just like we always do, disruns.com slash 866 disruns.com slash 866 is the link to get to the show notes for today's episode. And we'll have everything linked up there. Photos, we've got some before and afters as well if you want to see the the, the transformation that she's made and, and the improvements to her health uh, and, and all that kind of good stuff. disruns.com slash 866. So, Katie, before we really get into some of the weight loss stuff, we also have to start off with the same question uh, that, that is the, the old standard here, the old the old standby, and that is just to uh, to simply ask, what is your favorite distance to race and why? So I've, well, I'm sure like many other people, I've heard you ask it a million times. Um, and I've thought about it and I actually think like the 10 K distance mm. is my favorite. Um, I think cause it's like just challenging enough that it's like, I don't know, like the, the three miler is great. Cause you can, you know, I can push and like go fast and all that, but it's like, I feel like it's just like a good middle distance. Like I'm not pushing too far at a half. Like it's just, feel like for me it's like the perfect um the perfect distance yeah i i totally agree it's it's uh um, as i've said before I, I i wish that uh the 10k was was a little bit more popular down here because we've got 5ks left right and center but uh having having a few more opportunities to run the 10k would be would be nice because you're you're totally right like it's it's that that nice little balance of like it's it's obviously an endurance event i mean it, it takes it takes a minute to to get through the whole the whole uh 6.2 miles but it's also short enough that you can you can open it up and go a little bit as opposed to some of the longer distances where you really have to pace yourself a, a little bit more conservatively so yeah it's it's definitely a uh, a fun and challenging uh distance which i mean you can make that argument for just about any distance but uh it's 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 a fun one for sure it is and i find that um for me especially with training like I did a lot of training last year so you know three miles was good but um you know the the full 10k I could I felt like I could do that and then if I needed to do extra mileage that day I could do that like it was it's kind of a good thing the only thing is like you said up here you know there's only a few of them there I haven't really found a whole lot of them Mm -hmm. um but when I do find them I try to do them because I, I do enjoy them yeah, totally agree. Totally agree. So, um, w- you know, as, as you were starting to get into, we'd love to, to kind of, uh, you know, jump the gun a little bit, but that's okay. We'll, we'll forgive you for that. Um, but, but hearing, <laughs> hearing about, uh, kind of those, those, uh, you know, kind of the, the beginning stages of, of, you know, where, where, where you were, um, you know, eight, 10, 12 years ago, as far as, as kind of getting to that point of like, wow, I really need to do something for, uh, you know, taking control of my health and, and moving things in, in the right direction. So, you know, if we go back in time for, for, for 10 years ago, what was, what was life like for you, um, before you started making the, the, the dramatic changes that you've made since then? So, um, in my late twenties, like early thirties, well, let's just say this, when I was in, you know, high school, college, I really didn't have a lot of confidence. 
Um, I played a little bit of sports, like I played softball and things like that in high school, but I wasn't really all that active. And as I got older, I just was more as like my dad likes to say, when I got my license, I just stopped um, walking around and riding my bike and things like that. Um, And my weight just kind of ballooned. Mm. Um, And no matter what I tried, like it just nothing really helped. Um, Unfortunately, I tried diet pills, I did Weight Watchers a bunch of times, and I was just not that successful. Um, And then getting to my late 20s, early 30s, um, I had gone to the doctor for just my annual exam. And he was like, you know, you really need to do something because you're, you're healthy. But if you keep gaining weight, and, you know, getting heavier and heavier, Mm. you know, you're going to start to have all kinds of health problems. And um, my dad actually, when I was um, little, um, passed away, because he had heart disease and heart disease Mm. runs in my family. So my doctor was concerned about that. Um, and then he did some other testing cause I was having a, um, like a weird cramp in my right side, like in that gallbladder, gallbladder, um, area. And so he did an ultrasound and I ended up, um, he ended up telling me that I had fatty liver disease and gallstones and, and, um, we talked a lot about, you know, weight loss surgery and like, you know, what I could do, um, to make those changes And it took me a couple of years um, to really get to that place where I could make the changes. Um, But again, you know, I tried Weight Watchers again. I Mm -hmm. tried all those things that I previously tried. Um, And I was finally in about somewhere in like 2010, I think 2010 and 2012. um, I was in weddings in, in, in both of those years. And I was, I think the biggest bridesmaid, I was just so uncomfortable, Mm. like so incredibly uncomfortable. Um, And that last wedding in 2012, um, it was like you had said about the grocery store. Um, I was walking through the grocery store to get dinner that night. And um, I was supposed to be getting like hot dogs and cake, like totally stuff that was just not (laughs) good for me at the time. Um, And I was walking from one end of the store to the other. And I like, it was like a sudden realization that I couldn't even walk through the grocery store. I was waddling. I couldn't breathe. Like I was not even, I was like in my thirties, like I was early thirties, like Mm -hmm. maybe 32 ish. Um, and so I was like, okay, this is it. Like I have to do something. So I, um, once again signed up for Weight Watchers and I actually lost, uh, a bit of weight then. So between like 2012 and, um, like maybe mid 2013, I had lost some weight, maybe mm-hmm. 40 pounds ish. Um, and then getting closer to the holidays, of course, I fell off because mm-hmm. the holidays and eating, you know, all the treats that you have. And I just, and I couldn't get back on and I was starting to gain the weight again. And that whole, um, 2014 year was just a struggle of trying to get back to losing weight. And I had started walking because walking was really the only thing that I could do um, during that time. And I also tried couch to 5k a bunch of times because I really wanted to try to run, but I just physically, I was so big. I was, mm-hmm. I think at my heaviest, I was about 266 pounds. So I was pretty big and I'm only five, three. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot for a short, you know, for me, mm-hmm. for short little me. Um, <laughs> so it was just, 
it was just so it was uncomfortable and I was trying so hard and so um unfortunately 2014 uh 2015 um um I was going through a divorce at that time and a friend just happened to reach out to me. You know, we'd been friends for years and she'd seen me struggle for a long, long time. And she reached out to me and asked me if I wanted to try um, a workout program that she was doing um, by Beachbody and um, the nutrition program, uh, the uh, 21 day fix, you know, comes with the nutrition and all that stuff. So I was in that place where I was in this huge transition, like Mm -hmm. uprooting my life to move and all this stuff. And I just totally threw caution to the wind and was like, I'll just sign up. Like I'll, I'll sure I'll do it. And I, from there on, I'm like, I just, I focused on my nutrition. I did the workouts every day. I made some adjustments and I had a lot of struggles because um, life just, you know, life gets mm-hmm. in the way and there's temptations, you know, your friends want to go out to dinner and, you know, it, I did struggle with the normal kinds of things. Um, but I managed to lose 115 pounds, I think by mid 2016, like I had wow. lost, um, all that weight. Yeah. Um, and I met my now husband, we got married in 2018 and then running comes, Mm-hmm. into the picture <laughs> okay so um, hey, i'm gonna i'm gonna cut in for a second because i have a couple of questions yeah. as as per usual sure. like you, you're talking and i got yeah. a, a half a dozen things that that, that pop up um and, and it's sure. a good time before we get to to the running stuff it would be a good time to, to get a couple of these in there so um you know like you said it was it was uh the, the timing was was maybe perfect, which, which, you know, there's that saying out there that when the student is ready, that the teacher will appear, um, how, whatever form the teacher comes in. But, you know, with, with the change of, the, of you know, the, the divorce and, and just kind of uprooting the, the life uh, that, that you were in, a good time to, to maybe make some of those, those bigger changes, the diet side of things, the exercise side of things. Uh, but then, like you said you know, not, not easy. Like, even though the, like, life is changing, there's, you, there's still habits, there's still kind of routines. There's, there's the, the, the things that you kind of just normally do that, that, um, weren't probably in alignment with some of the changes that you were trying to make and, and obviously have, have made. So, you know, without, without just kind of glossing over those, what were some of the, the those struggles, those, those, those times in that transition period that, that, uh, you know, that, that you had to navigate. And, and maybe the better question is, how were you able to navigate those? Because I, I ask because w- whatever people are struggling with that are listening right now, whether it's weight loss, whether it's uh, incorporating different things into their training, whether it's dealing with continuing to train right now in the midst of COVID and not having races to train for, things like that. Um, I'm hoping that maybe some of the, the things that you struggled with and were able to kind of overcome and find the, the workarounds for and, and make the adjustments might kind of help plant some seeds or get some gears turning in people's heads to kind of you know, apply some of those same type of principles or the same type of, of thoughts to their particular situation. So can we, can we dive into just for a couple of minutes, a couple of those, uh, kind of those, those things that needed to be worked out in, in that process of, of transitioning and, and making the dietary changes, making the, the fitness changes, um, and what kind of worked for you in that, in that 2015, 2016 timeframe? Sure. Um, so the biggest part obviously was like the working out. I had been walking and I did, I think I did like a few classes with a friend at work, um, like at the local gym. Um, but I wasn't comfortable like doing stuff in a gym. So I would go with a friend, like just so that I wasn't by myself. Um, cause it felt really awkward. Um, but the workouts were a big deal because like getting motivated to do, to do them 
and being so big and like just uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I tried initially to do was I got a gym membership around the corner from my work. Literally, I could walk there from work. So I would go there right after work with my friend to hold myself accountable for mm-hmm. that workout. Um, and then I would then go home and like shower and all that stuff. Then when I moved to um, the beach body stuff at home, like obviously like I'm home by myself, I have to self-motivate. Um, so what I started to do was initially I was doing them in the evening, but then I realized that I was starting to get, um, you know, like after work, you're tired, you mm-hmm. don't want to do it. Like, it's just that all of that, like, oh, the end of the day, like, I just want to sit and eat my dinner and watch TV and catch up on my shows and that kind of stuff. And, um, I was finding that I was giving into my want to just sit more so than doing the workouts. So I tried, so basically I tried to do morning workouts. So I would get up, I, when I moved from um, my house to my apartment, I actually was closer to work. Mm -hmm. So it worked to my advantage because I could get up later than I was previously. So I could get up at like 6.30 and still have enough time to do a half an hour workout and then shower and go to work. Mm So I started getting up at like 6.30 and doing that. And then over time, once it started to work, um, I started getting up a little bit earlier and a little earlier so that I had time to do a journal, to have some coffee, like Mm -hmm. to do like to actually create like a morning routine. Um, And the routine I found really helped me. And then the other piece of that, which was a huge part, was the accountability because um, so the the friend um, who invited me to Beachbody in the first place, um, her and I would text um, every morning. We still do, actually, mm. as a side note. Um, we text every morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm getting ready to do my workout. And it just every day for the last, it's been five years now, every single day, that's what we do. So I, I found someone that I check in with every morning to make sure that I'm doing the things that I need to be doing, um, to make that progress. Um, and, and then another part of that, like the nutrition piece, um, you know, for me, I was eating subs and Chinese and like multiple times a week, like mm-hmm. my diet was so awful. It's like horrifying when I think about it now. <laughs> um, it really is. But, um, so I had my coworkers loved to go out to lunch on Fridays and it was that was the time where I was most challenged because they wanted to go out and it was usually pizza or steak mm-hmm. chips and fries. So um, I really, really, really tried to make the effort that when we went a certain place, I would get like if we went for steak chips and fries, I would do steak chips and get salad. Mm-hmm. Um, I really made an effort to do that because it's just it was important to me. And I, if I didn't have the salad and I chose the fries then I would make sure that I kind of adjusted during the day to accommodate for that. So I wasn't eating, um, you know, I don't know, an English muffin or a bagel or something for breakfast. Mm -hmm. I was kind of swapping my portions around so that I could accommodate for the things that I wanted, um, which eventually led to me being able to not feel guilty about having a treat once in a while, like fries or a cupcake or whatever. Um, So I just, I really made an effort. And I, like I said, I found someone to keep me accountable. So those are really like the biggest things. Yeah. And, and those are, are things that, uh, you know, can 
in, in each, in, in multiple situations across multiple areas of life can, can really be, um, some powerful tools of, you know, being flexible, kind of thinking, thinking things through a little bit so that you can make some adjustments before or after as, as needed, um, whatever it is for time, for, for calories, you know, switching your workouts to the morning when you're more, or you're less likely to just come home and, and, you know, I mean, I think that's, that's something that a lot of people struggle with. It's like, like, it's one thing to go to the gym on the way home, but if you've got to come home first, like it's, you know, all bets yeah, are off at that point. Exactly. So you, you, you adjust and, and you make do and, and exactly. you, you switch things around and you give yourself some grace and, and, you know, don't, don't freak out yeah. because you skip a workout or you, you oversleep or life got crazy yeah. or you eat something that you wouldn't know, like whatever exactly. it's, it's, it's all good. So, yeah. you know, you're making these changes. The the weights, oh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, sorry. I was just thinking as you were talking that, um, the other thing that I always like to say too, is that, you know, even if I had like a, a bad meal, like if I had a, you know, something I shouldn't have had at lunch or at dinner, I always, my thought is always to start over at the next meal mm. because I feel like it's important. Cause a lot of people say like, I'll start over tomorrow. I'll start over on Monday. Like right. I really screwed that up. Like I always say like, start over at the next, at the next meal, because I found that to be like, you're recommitting like right away. Like I made this, you know, I probably shouldn't have done that. So, you know, I'm going to start over. And then um, one other thing on top of that, that is that, you know, the more I did things, the more um, I worked out in the morning and the, the more weight I lost and the more progress I saw, the the more motivation I had to just keep going. It just builds up over time, I guess, is the best way to, to explain it. So. Yeah, it's it's all just that that motivation piece, right? Or not motivation, the um, momentum yeah. piece, the the other M word that I was trying to yeah, get. Yeah, momentum. Yeah. But you know, if mm -hmm. if if you if you miss again, you know, you you can you can put this any direction. You miss one one run, it's not that big of a deal. But can you do something later? Can you do a little yoga later today to just kind of get some of that momentum going again? Or can you you know whatever it is, you know, maybe it is just the next thing tomorrow for from a workout perspective. But instead of waiting until oh I screwed up, you know I missed my my Monday run and I'm not going to run again until next week. Like no, we we wouldn't do that as runners most of us um and so the same the same logic applies to anything else where if you if you miss miss a target miss a goal miss a miss a phone call whatever the case might be get right back on track as as quick as you can and that momentum that you've already that you've been building up for months and years in a lot of cases it's there to, to keep carrying you forward so like i was saying but thank you for cutting me off and and adding that little bit in there because i think that was that was an important piece to add as well um yeah. You know, you're making these changes, uh, the, the weight's coming off. I'm, I'm assuming you're starting to feel better, um, on a whole bunch of levels, physically, yeah. emotionally, mentally, the, the whole nine. Uh, and like you said, 2018, yeah. that's when, that's when running starts to come into the, the equation a little bit. So what was, what was the, uh, the trigger that got you into, into start uh, dipping your toes into the running waters? So what happened was, um, I had a friend, um, at work who was trying to, get healthy and her, um, she got like a free pass to do like a free class at one of the local places. Um, and the, the place, I think it was orange theory, but I can't remember. I think that's what it was, but they do, um, like weights, rowing and the treadmill as part of the workout when you rotate. So I get on the treadmill. I well, we're sitting in the lobby and I'm looking through the glass, watching these people run on the treadmill. And I'm thinking to myself, like, I am not a runner. Like, this is not happening. If they think I'm running, like, just not happening. So then I get on the treadmill, and I'm walking because I'm not a runner. And I'm like, the walking just, like, wasn't cutting it for me. Like, I needed to do something else. Like, I couldn't just walk. Like, it was boring, and, like, it just wasn't pushing me. So I was like, ah, let me just, just – let me bump it up and see if I can actually 
And I could run and I was shocked. I honestly was like a lord that I could run. So the rest of the class, I ran every time they told me to run. So I was just like, I couldn't believe it. I really couldn't. And um, I think it's just because I had tried before. Like I had tried the couch to 5K and I just, like I was just blown away that mm-hmm. I could actually like do it. Um, so I came home and I said to my husband, I was like, I can't even believe this just happened. So I think, I think later on in that week or a couple of days later, I said, well, let me try like running on the street. So I ran to like from our house, um, to like the train track. I was like, like, let me do that. So it's a half a mile. So I ran, I got out, I actually ran all the way up, all the way back, no stopping. I was just, I was so floored that I could do that. I came home and I was like, holy crap. Like I did that in 15 minutes. Like that is amazing. I was just so amazed that like I physically was able to do it. Um, and so I put, po- I think I posted on Facebook, um, you know, is this a good time? Like, I don't even, I don't, I don't know anything mm-hmm. about at that time. I didn't know anything about what a good time was. Like, I didn't know I was holding my phone in my hand. Like I didn't even, I think I had like headphones that plug into my phone. So, you know, I, I was kind of at the time I was so new to it that I didn't know, like, there was even a thing you could put your phone in, you know, on your arm or your, your waist or whatever. So I was asking all these questions. So, um, my friend Nancy, um, reached out to me and said, you know, I'm thinking about doing a half next year. Um, do you think maybe you want to jump in like the training, like I'll run the training and, you know, and I was like, I don't know about all that. Like I just started running. Like I just started, like, I just wanted to see if I could do it. I don't know if I could do a half, like that just seems like crazy. Right. <laughs> so a few months go by and she put me in the group, she put me in the group and she posted the training plan and maybe like January, just so we kind of see what it looked like. And, um, I went to a retreat, uh, like a personal development Mm-hmm. retreat um for my my beach body team um which was run by um get early and um i left there i mean they were so motivating like um ashley um Karan, she's one of the owners there um she was telling her story about how she wanted to do an iron man and she had this huge goal and she just the story was incredible and i'm sitting there and i'm thinking to myself like this woman can do an Ironman. Like I sure as heck should be able to do a half marathon, right? Like this is, it was just so inspiring. So I went home and I thought about it for a couple of days. And um, I said to my husband, like, I think I'm going to run the half marathon. Like, I think I'm going to sign up for it. And he looked at me and he was like, and I, I, I want to preface this by saying, I don't think it was coming from a bad place. I think it was just coming from a place of like, are you sure? Like, are you really <laughs> sure? So he goes, he goes, um, do you think you can run that far? Like, do you really want to do that? And I was like, part of my brain was like, I know he's doing it out of like concern, like double check. Mm-hmm. But the other part of my brain was like, are you questioning me right now? Like, are you really questioning my ability to do this? Um, so I, I signed up for the half marathon. And I did the training um, and I actually did a, um, I think it was a few months before that in March. So the half was in May. In March, I did my first 10K because I wanted to see like, mm. can I really, do, you know, can mm-hmm. I really run that far? Like I, I figured like, 
you know, a 10K is about half of a half marathon. So I felt like if I could do good there, then maybe I could do good at the half Mm -hmm. um, or at least make it to the end. Um, So I did. I did the training. Um, I completed the half marathon in May. Um, I, the, the half was actually the day after my 39th birthday. So I was very excited about that because I wasn't feeling very good about turning 39. Mm -hmm. Um, but I felt great that like, I just accomplished like this huge thing. Like it was just, it was incredible. It was honestly the most incredible, I think, experience I had ever had. It was just the fact that my body could do that. Like it was just incredible. Um, and then the rest of, uh, that year was, so that was May 2019. So that was like a year and a half ago now. Um, so after that, I just kept like running. I kept up my running. I did a 10 miler in June um, in my town. And then I did two halves in the fall. So yeah, there it's... we are. And then I, I signed up for a, I signed up for 20 miler for this year for April, but it got canceled. Um, it's now virtual mm-hmm. and it's in August. Um, so I was training for a long, I was probably training for that up until like mid April. And then I kind of, I stopped training for it cause I kept running, but stopped right. like running like longer miles because I just didn't think that it was actually going to happen. Um, especially in August here, like I just couldn't mm-hmm. see myself running 20 miles. I'm sure lots of people do that. Um, but I just couldn't see myself trying to run 20 miles in like 90 degree weather. So <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that, that that those are some long long runs when the when the heat becomes that much of a factor. Um, as everybody who lives in yeah. the in the southern southern half of the the country knows knows all too all too well. So, um, you know, first and foremost, I mean, c- congratulations on on uh, you know, just how far you've come from a running perspective in in you know relatively short amount of time. I mean, we're talking you know a, a couple of years, uh, a year ish uh, from you know kind of yeah. just getting into it to to running your first half marathon and then continuing to to go and and you know continue to, to run other races, continue to train, push yourself, you know, stepping out of your comfort zone to run a twenty miler, even though you know the the, the pandemic uh, had other uh, you know kind of got in the way of that whole situation. But I, I am, am curious, and I don't know that I had any plans. In fact, I do know I did not have any plans of, of going this route, but as I'm putting the pieces together, I think it might be a, an interesting, uh, kind of other segment of, of the, the show today. Um, being that you're, you know, for lack of a better way of saying it, still relatively new to, to running. I mean, not as new as some folks, but you know, you, you don't have a decade or more of, of running, you know, thousands of miles and things like that under your mm-hmm. belt. How, how have yeah. you kind of adjusted to the state of affairs uh, that, that we find ourselves in with with COVID nineteen with with you know races that that for a lot of folks whether you've been running for just quote unquote just a couple of years or whether you've been running for just a couple of decades like a lot of people races are a big part of the motivation a big part of the reason that we suffer yeah. through the twenty milers in August when it's ninety degrees or whatever the case might be um, yeah. how how have you adapted adjusted shifted focus whatever whatever it it has been for you. How have you kind of ad- adjusted your running in, in light of the, the COVID-19 situation? So I definitely am not running. So I have been for the last, like, whatever it is, like a year and a half, I've been running like three days a week, um, Tuesday, Thursday, and like one day on the weekend, depending mm. upon like which day just works better. Um, and I was, like I said, I was training up until probably mid-April, um, those three days. And 
so since then I've been trying to do my normal three days. I'm trying to not change my um, running schedule that much, but I am finding it hard to be motivated because I don't have like a specific Mm -hmm. like race to actually train for. Um, I'm still running. I'm just not running as much. Like I was running, um, I don't know, like three to four miles, like Tuesday, Thursday. And then I would do like a longer run, like five, six, eight miles on, you know, a Saturday or a Sunday. Um, but I don't run as far now. Like I just kind of, I just do like three to four miles, like, you know, three days a week. Um, it's just less than I was running before. Um, and what I did was when we kind of first started being quarantined, I actually came across a couple of races, like virtual ones, Mm -hmm. um, which are not exactly ideal, but I did find a few that, um, like I was interested in doing because they were benefiting people that are local. Like I just did, um, a couple of weeks ago, there was a move to end, um, homelessness and they do, um, it's run by, um, Mike Ness, I can't remember. I'll think of it. Um, <laughs> but they basically do a walk. They do a walk every year, but this year they decided um, a walk or a run. So they did it virtually, and you could choose to walk or run. So I did that because the money goes to, you know, people that are homeless that need, you know, housing or food or clothes or whatever. So I've been trying to do things to keep myself motivated that involve helping other people. Because um, I get a lot of, I'm sure everyone else does too, you get a lot of, ads for virtual races mm-hmm. and the funds are just um you know going to the company they're not necessarily going to anyone in particular um so i've been trying to do um virtual races that um actually benefit someone or like some organization mm-hmm. that's close to me or just overall i think i was looking at something like maybe it was like the like for um what is it like cancer, like things like that, like things Mm -hmm. that will actually go to organizations that can help people. Um, so that's really how I've been trying to stay focused and actually running and, and getting my miles in, um, while I'm home. Gotcha. Well, that's, I mean, that's, that's certainly, um, you know, uh, something I think a lot of folks are doing. Uh, I know, I know I've jumped into a couple of virtual events that, that, uh, either probably wouldn't have come into existence if it wasn't for the COVID situation or I, you know, some that maybe I I would have never even thought about participating in. Um, but because of, you know, because of the situation and because like, like you said as well, I've, I've been kind of lured more towards the ones that are somehow directly supporting a a charity, you know, one charity or another. So it's like, Hey, here's a good chance to, to kind of give back a little bit, uh, whether it's, it's local community or, or somewhere, you know, at at large, uh, you know, bigger national or international type of of organizations. Um, that's been, that's been Mm -hmm. something that I've been trying to be more focused on doing as well. Um, like, like you said though, it's not, not the same, um, that doesn't maybe scratch the itch quite the same way as, as showing up at a, at a, at a race with, you know, however many, you know, hundreds, maybe even thousands, probably even thousands yeah. of, of people. Um, are, are you, are you one of those runners that's not, not getting ahead of ourselves and, and getting ready to jump into a race at the first possible opportunity before the COVID situation really has, has died down. But, um, are you, are you, uh, you know, looking forward to a day when, when in-person races are, uh, you know, a regular thing again, and, and you've got uh, a full, slate of, of opportunities or are you, are you kind of enjoying this kind of 
you know, whatever you want to call it, a little bit more low key, a little bit less stress about about training for races. Like, are, are you are you excited for races to come back again at some point? Or are you kind of happy with where we are right now? Not not where we are right now is obviously, but uh, where where running is for you right now. <laughs> so, um, I actually really I look forward to getting back into that hustle and bustle because I just I like to be active and I don't I'm like I feel like part of me is a little afraid of like stopping running one day and then just not running I don't want to lose the ability like I I love being able to do it I love that I can do it and so I really look forward to it coming back and being able to run with my friends in a group um and being able to actually run a race with other people like I look forward to that because it it does motivate me um and I just like I just am afraid that if at some point like if this lasts you know a long long time I'm just so nervous that at Mm -hmm. some point I'm just gonna bail on running I don't think that will happen but I just you know it's in the back of my mind a little bit of like you know one of these days maybe I'll wake up and I'll you know just won't run anymore. I don't know. I just, it's totally irrational, I think, but I I do look forward to things getting back to, um, you know, I don't want to say normal, but you know, I I just, I do look forward to races coming back at some point. Gotcha. I think you're, you're probably preaching to the choir there. Even, even those of us that don't run a lot of races, I think (laughs) we're all just kind of ready for, for races to be a thing again, because that, that, what that means for, you know, the broader scope of things of, of, like you said, maybe not quote unquote, exactly normal, but being able to safely yeah. get around people and do things and go to go to events and whether it's races or concerts or sporting events or whatever, uh, yeah. just kind of having having that part of life restored to, uh, you know, pre-March levels of, of uh, civilization, I guess, for lack of a better way of saying it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So, uh, you know, again, with uh, with with the fact that you basically have had one <laughs> year of running in the, in that quote unquote normal, or I guess maybe a year and a half of that quote unquote normal, uh, uh, calendar of events of, of races and things like that. Um, and maybe that's not even the way to, to lead in this question. I don't know. I'm, I'm tripping over my words as per usual, but, uh, what I'm trying to get to is I'd be curious to know kind of, and maybe this is the philosophical question. Maybe we're kind of at that point of, of wrapping things up. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see if, if something else pops up or if not, we'll just kind of start to wrap things up with this. But, um, I'm curious, you know, what, what, you know, if, if you're looking at, at the things you've accomplished as a runner so far in, in your running career, um, what, what are you most proud of? What what, are you, what, are, what are achievement, whether it's, and I mean, it could, it could go back to that first day of running to the train tracks and back. It could be an, an event, a race, it could be multiple things, but what, you know, what is, what are one or two things that you just like, you know, still kind of pinching yourself about, about like, wow, like I, I did this, uh, as it relates to your running. Um, so I would say, obviously like the first one, like the first 13.1 was huge. Mm. Like I remember like coming into the finish, I was so proud of myself. Like just, I don't think any can, anything can really like match that. Um, but I will say that, um, I had done, um, I had done one in September of last year and one in October and the one in September I picked because silly me, thought it was going to be cool you know it's September it was late September I thought it was going to be a nice balmy day it was um it was by the water so it was like I wouldn't say beachy but it was like in a community where you know I was thinking by the water it'd be nice and comfortable for like a fall race Mm -hmm. um and I was so wrong I was so (laughs) incredibly wrong it was uh probably I want to say it was like 90s maybe that day 
Um, and I had such a hard time finishing. I finished in maybe a little over three hours. Um, but I was maybe a half a mile out and my husband, uh, found me on the, on the, on the course. He found me and he said, you know, he was like, it's so hot. Like, how are you even doing this? And I was like, I don't know, but I am not quitting. Like, there is no way that I'm quitting. Like I'm miserable and I'm sweaty and I'm gross. And it's like, it's just, it was bad, but I was like, I'm not quitting. Like, there's just no way. So I walked for a little bit. Um, I think he actually walked with me for like a good chunk of that last, um, that last piece. And then I saw, um, you know, where the finish was and he was like, well, if you're going to finish, like you might want to kick it into gear and just run to that finish. Like, you know, he was like, if you're going to do it, do it right. So I did, I just, I put the wind back in the sails and I just ran and I finished in a not great time. I was not happy with it, but I was just glad that I finished. Like the fact mm-hmm. that I pushed myself because I could have quit. Like I really could have in that moment when he was like, let's just go, you know, let's like, you could stop. Um, I, you know, I was just like, I'm not a quitter. Like I don't want to be a quitter. (laughs) So I'm just really proud of myself for finishing. Mm. Even if it wasn't ideal, I was just glad that I pushed myself enough to be able to finish. And I had my water, like I had all the things It was Mm -hmm. just hot. And, um, you know, the other races that I had done the half, the first half and then the 10 miler were all, you know, May, June. So it was earlier. I hadn't really run, um, besides like training over the summer, like I hadn't really run on that much in that kind of weather. So I really impressed that I even finished it, honestly. Um, so that, that would be, those two things would be my, my big things, I think. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. And, and I think that, uh, uh, again, a, a lot of folks and, and, you know, the, the longer you keep continuing down this path of running and, and, you know, in whatever form and, and shape it looks like, uh, in, in the future with races and, and all those types of things. But, um, I, I, I think that, uh, you know, the, the, the more, uh, experienced runners, maybe the, the folks that have been running for, for many, many years. Um, myself, I don't know if I, if I would class myself as too much of an experienced runner, but, but neither here nor there. The point is, I think that, uh, for a lot of, a lot of us, it's, it's those, those days that, uh, you know, everything hurts and I'm dying to, to borrow a little something from Leslie Nope there. Yeah. Like, like those are the days when you, when you yeah. do keep yep. going, when you don't throw in the towel, whether it's race day, whether mm-hmm. it's long run day, whatever it might be, whether it's a workout, whatever, um, those are the days that really kind of stand out as being like, like, yeah, like w- when, when everything's smooth sailing and, and you hit your, your paces and, and you you have a great race, like those are cool, you know, and those are, those are exciting. Those are fun. But those, those ones that you're proud of are the ones when it's, when it's not going well and you somehow find a way to, to dig deep and, and keep going and, and get the job done. So, so kudos to you for, for doing it that day when, when it was hot and you didn't want to, because, uh, again, yeah. speaking for those, <laughs> speaking for the entire South, we all know that those days happen and they are not, they are not pleasant, <laughs> but, uh, but all you can do is, you know, I mean, I guess, I guess you can, you can, you know, shut it down, but you know, otherwise it's just keep putting one foot in front of the other and don't worry about the time. Just, just get the job done. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, I, I do have one more question that's this maybe zoomed out a little more, maybe a, more of a traditional philosophical question, if you will, as, as we're wrapping up today sure. here, uh, Katie, um, and, and just kind of tying back into the, the first half of the conversation with with the weight loss and kind of changing, you know, changing your life on that front um, with with the running, uh, you know, and maybe tying in a little bit to the to the running side of the conversation as well. But um, 
you know, you've heard me ask uh, questions before, and, and this is one of those common kind of common theme ones about lessons learned along the way, and, and you know, kind of what kind of things have you learned that uh, kind of continues to, to show up into other uh, places of your life, you know, running in and otherwise, um, it, you know, that you've learned from running. But I, I want to shift it back even farther than that and kind of go from from you know who you were in in you know say 2013, 2014, basically pre weight loss, Katie, to, you know, 2016, 2017, Katie, um, you know, that, that process, that, that journey of, of kind of making some changes, figuring things out, uh, dropping a bunch of weight, and then obviously keeping it off since then. Um, what, what's one or two things that, that you really learned from that, that, uh, you know, kind of continues to be lessons that are valuable now, again, whether it's running, whether it's other aspects of life as well, but, but, you know, from, from that, that quite frankly, dramatic change that you made in that, in a pretty short period of time, what is what is a thing or two that you've learned from that that's really been been continues to pay off and and, and prove beneficial for you uh, at this point in your life and and probably con- will continue going forward? Um, I feel like it sounds kind of cliche, but like believing in yourself, like I really think that I don't like I don't know what exactly the switch was. I think it was just the grocery store and not being able to walk and like realizing like the reality of like my situation. Um, but I think, you know, I really had a hard time believing in myself prior to that. Like, you know, I would try and fail over and over and over again. And I think that I constantly was just thinking like, I just can't do this. Like, I just am not able to do this. Like, I don't, I'm not, it's just not something that I'm built to be able to do. And I think just like, knowing like learning over time that you really it's like your mindset like your mindset is such a huge part of um being able to make changes like really any kind of change and I think that believing in myself and learning to change my mindset and actually learning over time like what I'm capable of was just it was just a big lesson like you know you just really have to believe in yourself like it is possible. Like, even if you just don't think that you're capable of something, even if it's a small something, um, you are capable of it. You just have to really like work at it and, um, you know, apply yourself. And, you know, when I started with the running, at least, um, you know, if I didn't know something, I would, you know, Google or look at Googling is actually how I found you. You know, I was, I forget what I was looking for, but I was looking for information on something to do with running and I just happened to come across an article um that had some comments and they were talking about blogs and um that's how I thought that's literally how I found you is just doing research and trying to um figure out how to make my running better Mm. Um, and I think that again you can apply that to anything like you know you want to figure out how to eat better you can google I mean there are just so many things that you know if you apply yourself and you do the research um and then the other thing I would say is asking for help I was not a person who ever asked for help. Like the, um, you know, when my life was changing and that whole divorce situation was happening, like I did all that. Like I didn't tell anyone until I already had a plan. Like Mm. this is what I'm doing. This is where I'm going. Like I just, I never asked for help. And while I did all those things on my own and it's something that I'm kind of proud of, I really feel like, you know, asking for help is such a huge thing. Like if I didn't have my friend Sarah helping me every day by checking in on workouts and things like that, like, I don't know that I would 
made it this far. Mm-hmm. Like, I really don't know that I would have because, you know, I wouldn't have had that support. Like, without that extra support, like, I just don't know that I would have done as well. I would have maybe eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the consistency of, like, the check-ins and things like that. So I would say, like, belief in yourself, mindset, um, you know, someone who supports you, even if it's a friend, it doesn't have to be a spouse. It could be a friend, like anyone really, right. um, that can just give you that support. I think those things are all like super important. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. And, and in uh, typical fashion, although I don't always follow it, but I'm going to try not to, to muddy that water. I, I, I think that's a great place to, to wrap things up. And, and, you know, I'm here, here nodding my head. I'm sure others are as well. So thank you for, for sharing that, Katie. And once again, guys, if you want to catch up with Katie, find out more about what she's, what she's doing, continue to, to follow her journey. Maybe you have some questions about something that, that maybe you think she could help you with. Uh, Instagram at Cat uh, May Bug Fit again. K A T M A E B U G F I T uh, on Facebook. Just look for, just search her up, Katie Bouton. And uh, again, we'll have all those things linked up. We have photos. Uh, the whole the whole nine will be linked as per usual. Uh, Dizruns dot com slash eight six six. Dizruns dot com slash eight six six will take you back to the show notes for today. Uh, for anything related to today's conversation, contact info. The whole nine yards. So, uh, Katie, thank you for uh, for taking the time today, sharing uh, a, a bit of your story. I, I certainly appreciate that. Thanks for for tuning into the show on a regular basis. Appreciate that as well. Um, and and more importantly, if there's ever anything that uh, that we can do, you know, kind of take some of your own advice here. Don't be afraid to to ask for uh, you know put a question out there, ask <laughs> away. I'm I'm always happy to uh, to help out in any way I can. But again, thank you for the time today, and certainly wish you uh, nothing but the best going forward. All right. Thank you so much for having me. All right, guys, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode of the show. I hope that you enjoyed the conversation between Katie and myself. And as per usual, I'd be curious to know what stood out to you from today's episode. What was what was something we talked about today that really kind of hit home with you? Uh, for me, it was, it was Katie talking about the value and the power of having a, an accountability something. You know, for her, it's, it's having a, a friend that she keeps, keeps you know, in touch with on a pretty much a daily basis for years, just making sure that they're on track and doing the things that they need to do. Um, but, you know, there's no question in my mind that accountability can be huge. It can be huge for us as runners uh, to make sure we're getting our runs in when it's hot or when it's cold or when it's rainy or when we're not, not really feeling it, when we're a little bit tired. Whatever the case might be, it can help us to stay on track. But accountability can, can work in a variety of fronts. You know, it can work in your personal life, your your relationships, your business life, or your your you know your your employee life, your work life. Um, you know, there's there's no shortage of ways that accountability can be uh, a, a powerful tool for you to help you get to where you're trying to be, help you stay on track towards your goals. And I, I guess I guess what I want to throw out here is that if if there's something that I can do to help you stay accountable, I'm I'm happy to do it. So, I mean, maybe that looks like coaching, maybe not, but maybe it looks like, you know, tagging me in a, in a post on social media every day. I've had a few folks that do that. Maybe it means posting your runs in the, the Facebook group on a, on a consistent basis. Have folks that do that. Um, you know, th- there's so many ways to get that accountability itch scratched. And from my personal experience of posting accountability, you know, posts on Instagram pretty much every day, um, from, from meeting with my, you know, entrepreneur accountability partner once a week, I have a call to Romania every week, every Monday morning, every Monday morning, my time, every Monday afternoon, his time. But we kind of go through our plans for the week, what worked, what didn't, what are we doing the next week? Um, that's helped immensely on, on the business and the growth of the empire situation. Um, 
just having having those opportunities and, and I would just encourage you to if 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 you struggle sometimes with doing the things that you set out to do, which I think is a human tendency, at least it is for me, something that I've I've long struggled to to do sometimes the things I say I'm gonna do, having some form of accountability can be huge. So post it on social media, post it in the Facebook group. Maybe maybe find somebody again on social media, on in, in on the Facebook group, in the Facebook group, in your real life circles, whatever, that has a similar goal that you can almost like Katie has with her friend, where you can text back and forth. You can start a little, you know, something, something that way with somebody that you know in person or that you, somebody you meet online and you can help hold each other accountable, help each other stay accountable to the things you say you're going to do. Because I mean, you know, if it was easy all the time, none of us would struggle with anything, right? But life isn't like that. As we know right now, firsthand, uh, life isn't always easy. Things don't always go to plan. And having somebody else go, hey, did you do did you do that run today? Did you did you get your workout in? Did you get your strength training done? Did you get on your foam roller? Whatever that looks like, that can be helpful. It can be huge. So uh, if I can help you with that in the form of coaching or a consult call or whatever, great. If I can help with that just from going back and forth on social media, tag me and post. Also great. Uh, if if other people can work together, if you can work with a friend to to provide that for each other, also great. But uh, accountability having somebody to help you stay accountable is pretty, pretty powerful thing. So, uh, that was, that was my takeaway is the moral of the story as I'm, as I'm done trying to sell you on the idea of having somebody or something to help you stay accountable. Um, it's, it's been a powerful game changer for me. And, uh, I would imagine that it can probably be helpful for many of you as well. So check it out or at least think about it. Maybe, maybe not totally up to you, but that's, that's my takeaway for today. The, the value and the power in having a, an accountability partner or partners. Sometimes it can be an accountability group as well. So that's it for me. That was my takeaway. At least what about you? What stood out to you from today's episode? Uh, let me know. Maybe it's accountability. Maybe it's something completely different, but I'm always curious to, to know what the different takeaways are at Diz runs on Twitter at Diz runs on Instagram. You can also send an email to disruns at gmail.com. And of course you can head over to the show notes today, which you can find at disruns.com slash eight, six, six, and, uh, you know, when you scroll through the, the photos, the read the, the cliffs notes, look down through the links, keep going down to the bottom. There's the, the comment section there at the bottom of the page You can leave your thoughts, feedbacks, comments, and takeaways there. Uh, and then, you know, I get to see them and reply to those as well. And other folks can see them and reply as well, which is kind of cool when the conversation can get going in the comment section. So that's another great way to leave your thoughts on the show. Uh, once again, if, if coaching in some form of fashion might be something that, uh, you're interested in finding out a little bit more information about the offers that I have or the services that I have available. Dizruns.com slash coaching is the link to the website. Um, that's got all the information there. Check it out. Comments or questions or on anything, obviously just let me know. And, uh, I, as, as I promise every time I talk about it, I'm not going to try to sell you on it, which I know a few folks have been kicking the tires recently. Um, and I hope that they don't feel that I've tried to sell them. I say, here's, here's what the different options entail. Here's all the information. Your, the ball's in your court, and I'll do the same thing for you. Let you, you know, give you the information, answer your questions, and let you decide if, if you know, taking the plunge with uh, with me as your coach by your side is is the right call for you right now or the right call for you ever. Totally your choice. Uh, no no pressure from me at all. But again, disruns.com slash coaching is the place to get all of that information. And with that, we'll go ahead and officially pull this one uh, into the old harbor, call it a day. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed this one. If you did, hit that share button. Spread the word. Help uh, help another person find the show. Uh, let them know why you thought this this episode was inspiring. I think I think there's plenty of reasons for this one to be an, an inspiring episode, a great one to share. Um, and I probably don't need to unpack that any farther because if you made it this far, you 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 know why this one is a great episode. But hopefully, all of them are, are good episodes to share. But this one, um, I think is is 
right up there. So uh, spread the word if you would be so kind and uh, whether you do or not. Until next time, please be well. Have a great rest of your day. What am I saying? I'm all, I'm all out of whack here. Until next time, y'all, be, please be well. Take good care. Thanks again for listening. And uh, we'll talk soon, all right? See you guys.